Hello again, this is Jeremy Paul from the Maelstrom Frequency. Uh, we have a bit of a different kind of podcast this week. Uh, in a moment, you'll be hearing from the artist of Bricolage, uh, which is opening this week at Maelstrom. Bricolage was actually the very first show Maelstrom Collaborative Arts ever produced, uh, and the idea behind it was fairly simple. Take two artists from different disciplines, pair them up, and force them to make a piece of art together uh, in the nicest way possible. Uh, and it's also proven to be one of our most uh, exciting, most successful, most loved shows that we've done here at Maelstrom. It's resulted in some really incredible works of performance that veer off into other other art forms, other disciplines. Uh, it really kind of highlights the reason Maelstrom exists, which was uh, we saw that there were all these artists operating in the, uh, the areas in between other art forms, operating on the fringes, uh, moving in between different disciplines. And we wanted to give them a place to work on their art, to meet other potential collaborators, and to have a safe space to experiment. So that's what Bricolage is. Uh, it's opening this weekend. It's the first time we've done a show like this in three years. So... We uh, are excited to be bringing it back and very excited for all of the incredible artists that you are about to hear from who have done really incredible work. So I'll let them explain what they did to you. Do you want to go first? Uh, I was going to ask you <laughs> Okay. Uh, my name is Chris Mills. And my name is Phoenix Mazwai. <laughs> yeah. My name is Melissa Achai. Hi, I am Double D Lee, or Lee. My name is Michal Shorsh. My name is Adam Benjamin. Hi, um, my name is India Pierre Ingram. Well, I'm Mitch Martin. So my name is Margaret Harper Jenkins, and my nickname is Mars. My name is Courtney D. Love Curry. But you might know me as the effervescent and ever extra casual blurtist. Cas B for short, but don't call me that. Just call me casual blurtist. <laughs> my relationship with art is about as chaotic as all these words that are coming out of my mouth now. Um, art has always been a way that I relate to the world around me in general. Um, I have a hard time being able to pick a few succinct words in order to describe anything about how I'm feeling. So the best way I can do that is by creating something. Um, I went to school for theater and performance studies and graduated with performance studies degree and wound up working in insurance. <laughs> Funny how that works. That's my alter ego. Um, and it's just been a love story with art in general. I still perform. I've done buku maelstrom shows. I love coming here. This is one of my homes because <laughs> I could just let myself be free in all my authenticity, something that um, I, I can't really do much anywhere else. Um, I picked up painting um, as a means of de-stressing. Um, I have a lot of anxiety issues and painting is one of the ways where I could just shut my brain off and be able to get those feelings out without you know, absolutely doing something totally destructive. <laughs> yeah, so my art is very much driven by um, my own internal world, I would say. Um, I started out um, just kind of doing my own work um, 
mainly from home and I wasn't even going to pursue art in any sort of professional capacity until I um, took one drawing class in college and changed my entire major. <laughs> um, once I went down that path, there really was no going back. I started um, in sculpture and illustration in school. And once I graduated, I started teaching painting classes and doing just my own work. Um, I've, I've been featured in a lot of different shows around the area in Cleveland. Um, and I've also um, had the pleasure of doing mul multiple multimedia type projects such as this one. Um, and beyond that, I also do a lot of art organization for the company I work for, Studio West 117. I do a lot of um, art program cu curation and um, creation, a lot of mural placements and collaborations. So I'm just really glad to be a part of the arts community in this lovely little city, big city. I am a storyteller through various mediums. I, as a queer black mom, am always trying to bring in black liberation, black freedom, all that jazz into my work and my art practice. And I don't believe we can get free if we don't have arts included in that. Um, as Tony Kambada, I cannot pronounce her name, so sorry to the folks uh, who know this, um, but her quote is, the job of the artist is to make the revolution irresistible. And so that's what I'm hoping to do. I'm a sound artist and composer. Um, I've been doing it for a, a long time, got into it in, in school early on and um, was in a lot of bands and figured out how to produce music for myself and then turned that into composition and, and trying to say meaningful things with with music um yeah that that about does it for me i'm i'm kind of a stylistic chameleon so i i try not to bring too much to the table and and just let the project dictate what parts of me i i remember <laughs> um what draws me to poetry and fiber arts is how expansive they are as a medium. I feel like there's a lot of overlap in both the processes between working with fibers and threads and working with just words and creating new meanings around um, emotion and memory. Um, and obviously with, that's more on the poetry side, but with the fiber arts, um, you know, you control also meaning and subject, but in more of like a physical space and creating objects and creating fabrics, which is interesting. I have been doing it for, oh gosh, since, I mean, since I was a little kid in like tap and ballet classes. Um, but then I went on to get a degree in dance and I also am a recreation therapist, um, but left that recently and now consider myself full-time artist, dancer, choreographer. My connection to my art is, it's just always been a passion of mine. Um, I love being able to express myself through different platforms. I'm also an acrylic artist as well. And um, I just love expressing myself through different forms. My relationship to my art is like play, fun, and... Uh, I don't know. I just enjoy like making things with friends and then uh, keeping it very short and entertaining for everybody. And uh, that's really what I focus on. 
That's funny. I was going to say pretty much the same thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I wouldn't have really called myself an artist much before, like, you know, end of Corona when I kind of switched up my life a little. Uh, and yeah, I'd say it's kind of me coming back to, like, playfulness and, like, just exploration and doing things for the fun of it. Um, so coming together for Bricolage has been an interesting experience for me because... Yeah. It's the first time I've collaborated with someone that I, A, didn't know ahead of time, and B, we hadn't had a conversation about our art or uh, what we were thinking and what we were doing and deciding to collaborate together. Um, So it's been an interesting experience. It sort of, at at first, sort of felt like a school project assignment where the teacher was like, here's what you're doing and here's who you're working with. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's, I found it really um, an excellent challenge to as an artist to, to do it. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, not much, so much of a challenge as I thought it would be um, once we got working, which was immediately uh, with like rehearsals and everything and just feeling like we didn't have a lot of time to repair, but being able to quickly come up with an idea and bring it to life, that was super cool. Yeah, it was a great exercise in um, just trusting someone right off the bat yeah. and then and trusting someone else's artistry, Yeah, uh, which because I didn't know much about burlesque so I learned a lot from Lee and And I didn't know modern dance so (laughs) yeah and I felt like we it was a really great exercise in the yes and next (laughs) exactly yeah that was good the process of of meeting each other you and I India um and uh, kind of deciphering each other's creative language and finding some some common ground with interests and from there, naturally extrapolating like what we wanted to do. That was an interesting process. It was an yeah. organic process. Yeah, I remember we like starting out, I feel like there's always that little like awkwardness that starts off a process between two people who don't really know each other and mm-hmm. like creating a piece together in a short amount of time um, is a lot of like just asking uh, questions to each other really and saying like, do you like this? What's the vibe? Do you, are you feeling this? And I feel like we found that we both really enjoyed like science fiction, fantasy and those things and like mythology. And so that really helped us kind of like ground in a foundation to then keep like exploring together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, um, there's a, there's another project that I've been doing, which is like a, modern mythology storytelling uh type thing mixed with compositions where the music is is based on um what would have been happening musically during the time place that those stories take place in um and and so thinking about that and then applying it to to what we were able to do was was kind of a fun way to turn around and and think about the skills that i've been building up um over the last few years and and then be able to apply those and not really have to start from scratch um i feel like that that for you as well you were you were talking about being um uh, interested in like neil gaiman and i don't know if you said china mievel or not i love china mievel but yeah i i was i was getting kind of kind of kind of new weird literary movement vibes from what we were doing so uh that's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> making art part. I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think like it's it's like um being like blindfolded and then you just get put in a 
vehicle, it's opened and then you're in a setting, it's like, oh, what are you going to do in this new situation with this? And you don't have a chance. It's just all new information. So you don't have a chance to like plan or just impose your own agenda. It's like you're forced to actually be in the moment with this other person for this specific situation. I feel like it's been really wonderful. Like we've just, I feel like we've just been hanging out and like talking a lot mm -hmm. and just like shooting ideas back and forth. Mm -hmm. I'd say that was one of the first things that I noticed about Michal was just how she's very like not afraid to just like, not afraid to just talk and like share ideas, sort of like that like feverish sort of speech pattern that like really is easy for someone like me to bounce ideas off of. Like I feel so inspired when we're talking back and forth. So that really made this process, you know, less sort of scary in a way because we're able to like, be there with each other and just be present. And you can always go back to like, is it doesn't need to be a performance. It can just be like us just sharing the space. Yeah, and I feel like having, cause sometimes if if it were if it were a person that it felt like okay so what are we doing what are we making and like that was the focus but that doesn't really feel like the point i feel like that comes out of like well how does this even feel to be together like yeah so it actually having something to do with what is actually happening in our new relationship or where we're even overlapping so like okay so what are we actually doing like <laughs> i don't know everything everything <laughs> definitely closer to nothing <laughs> what I'd we're say. already doing yeah. <laughs> what's already happening <laughs> yeah so it, what interestingly enough this piece is about like seeing parts of yourself or um like the good the bad or whatever the parts you accept the parts you reject and how those play together uh either within yourself or it could be somebody else, but it's um, kind of about that in some way. And then also while we were collaborating, it's like you you experience that in real life. So it's a, the piece is about healing and seeing, and then collaborating is about healing and seeing, and then also having fun and putting our different skill sets together. Uh, at first, Phoenix is like a brilliant coder. And uh, at first I was like able to like keep up and I'm like, oh, I understand this here. I can code too while you play with the lights or practice movement. And then at a certain point, uh, Phoenix got his skill level is like beyond what I can comprehend. So uh, at that point, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cool. I like what you're doing, but I don't understand it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny to hear. Uh, and actually, I, like, I was looking though, and it wasn't my favorite thing to like be working with someone who's like very artsy and willing to like go there in every way. But also, we could like hop in and out behind the computer, like behind the Raspberry Pi. So that was pretty nice. Generally, I'm like alone behind the computer. It was nice to like actually be able to like hand off and like really like do that interplay. It felt like there wasn't anything there that neither like I felt like we both could have done any of the things. You know, we just kind of like decided it was a little better at what. 
Uh, maybe. <laughs> I guess we should probably speak to what the piece is. Like we say raspberry pies. We may not know that. Um, oh, yeah. So it's just like a little, you know, modern day little micro computer that's cheap and will run like fun lighting and other cool things, which is what we used it for this time. Uh, and we're both dancing. So this is also going to be my first dance performance. Uh, and it's really fun to be doing that with Chris. Um, yeah. And so um, it'll be... Yeah, kind of very colorful, like kind of heavy hitting with the music too. And uh, I think it's a pretty good story that kind of, yeah, just hits hard in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So our journey creating together has actually been pretty good for the most part. Um, I mean, the only, the only other part is literally just, you know, getting together because momming and arting is, is a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't know what type of thing it is right now, but it's a thing right now. Um, but otherwise, me and her, we get along famously. We kind of found out we have a ridiculous amount of things in common. For instance, we're both huge anime nerds. Um, you're, you can side note, you can expect some of that <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon to a maelstrom near you, anime nerds. The production. Um, <laughs> Uh, actually, even coming to the conclusion of what we wanted to do our piece with was just a matter of conversing with each other and finding out things about each other. And it just all came into a central theme. And we said, hey, you want to use this as the theme? Yeah, I can do a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm re Like I said, I'm really bad at making words sound eloquent unless I'm writing them on paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... What's been so nice about this entire project has been allowing that freedom of expression, like allowing that conversation to drive our creation and not having maybe some sort of explicit um, narrative or frame of mind to fit. We could really be creative with it and get and have a lot of fun just getting to know each other and getting to know what we wanted to express. Yes. And also having somebody whose imagination is about as freewheeling as yours. <laughs> It, it makes shooting for the moon, which is a tendency that I have to do all the time, making the most exciting choice possible, even that much more exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you again to all the artists who are participating in this show. And if you're listening to it on the day it comes out, there are three chances to see Bricolage at Maelstrom this weekend. Tickets are available and can be found along with more info about other projects at MCA at maelstromcollaborativearts.org. And if you've listened this far, there's a good chance you like that we're doing this podcast uh, or that you're a current or former guest. In either case, please make sure you are subscribed to us using your podcast player of choice. Thanks so much. We'll be back again in two weeks.